Welcome to episode five of Casting the Net with Father Dave and Rick. This is one of my favorite shows. It's just a lot of fun. I really hope you guys enjoy this. Um, some of the topics they cover, they, they discuss God surprising us in different ways. They continue the discussion about St. Therese from episode four. But what I really like is the quotes that came out of this episode. So, for example, Father Dave says, Monday through Sunday matter. Pretty simple, but again, what a great quote. Monday through Sunday matter. Um, Rick had said, don't measure life with wins and losses. And that's especially important, I think, in today's world of social media. Don't measure life with wins and losses. You know, uh, at the end of the day, we're made to be ourselves and not other people. So something that we can all, I think, you know, remember. Uh, we, they talk a lot about the paths that they took in life and what if they had chosen a different one? So what if Father Dave had never become a priest? What if Rick had never gotten married and had kids? Where would they be today? And I think the whole point of what they were discussing here is the importance of focusing on today, staying rooted in the present. I think that's what is really important. That's what I think we all need to remember. Um, so we hope you enjoy this episode. And I want to give a quick shout out to Rick's wife, Christina. Um, I hope you especially enjoy this episode. You'll find out why here in just a few minutes. Uh, again, episode five, Casting the Net. Hi, I'm Father Dave Nuss, together with Father of Four, Rick Lingva. Welcome to Casting the Net. We are in search for catching the faith. Hey, Rick, what's going on? <laughs> Better for talking to you, Father. How are you? <laughs> I am doing well. Good. Doing really well. Good. Um, I'm just timing to get amazed at uh, how God keeps surprising me, just keeps surprising me in a beautiful way. Um, in, in, in some of the, um, the most unexpected mm. ways through, mm. uh, through people. I don't have a particular story to share with you this time, <laughs> but the week has just been populated by some really wonderful moments that have redirected me from myself out into others. Mm. And I think for me, at least as I, you know, later in the evening when I might reflect on that with the examen, recognize it as mercy applied. Absolutely. Was that too serious of an answer for your question? No, that's a beautiful answer. <laughs> Uplifting. Appreciate it. Mom likes to say when we went to college and she would ask, how are you doing? It was always the one word, fine. <laughs> I'm glad things haven't changed yeah, because that's <laughs> definitely the answer we get from our kids. Too. Right. You know, uh, last time we had been talking about holiness, among other topics, domestic church and holiness, and we had spoken about St. Therese as one who was really reared on the stories of the saints and by means of which came to understand these examples of holiness, though at a young age there was a crisis of examples that she felt inadequate mm. to be able to achieve. Right. And um, further thoughts about that before we continue that line? It's just, I mean, personally, it, it definitely resonates with me, and I'm sure I'm not the only one, and yeah. that's in, in a... In a previous episode that's i mentioned i think that's part of the, the appeal mm -hmm. um to, to therese is it's just a very realistic approach to spirituality 
uh, not many of us are called to mystical encounters, the, the sort of mystical encounters that say a John of the Cross has. Mm-hmm. Um, not many of us are called to, you know, go overseas like Damien, St. Damien, Molokai. Right. Um, but we all can consecrate, you know, the, the million seemingly trivial acts that we perform throughout the course of the day to God, invite him to be a part of that. Um, and in doing so, be confident that nothing we do is in vain. Mm. Um, it's such a revolutionary wow. approach. It's Boy, such a, that's, that's, that is so uplifting to hear. It, so you mean that um, it Monday through Sunday matter? Absolutely. <laughs> it casts everything that we do throughout the course of the day in an entirely different light. Yeah. No longer are we measuring things by you know, secular standards, standards of success or failure, which if we were, you know, I, I don't want to sound like a downer, but I think most of my days would be pretty, pretty miserable, mm-hmm. <laughs> or at least mm-hmm. from, from an outsider's perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I, utility. Yeah. If utility were the sole measure. The, yeah. The gauge. Of, right. You know, my, my life would be sort of meaningless really. Mm-hmm. Um, but applying Therese's rule to, to life, like I said, casts everything in a new light. No longer are we concerned about immediate results or efficiency. Scale. Scale. Right. Shininess, um, uh, sensational, trending. Right. F- you know, likes. <laughs> we can be confident that when God is involved in these activities, nothing we do will be in vain because he redeems it all. Um, we will see we might not see results, but we can be confident that results will, will, will be affected. Yeah. Um, and we, we don't need to worry about scorecards and, you know, measuring things in those, and that sort of a petty way of wins and losses. Right. Metrics on yeah, the metric, refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> and with Therese, the breakthrough, the real breakthrough of grace and grace, I know we're going to continue to talk about many of these terms to make sure that, um, an adequate understanding, uh, an accurate understanding as well, is uh, is experienced as these words are used uh, readily in incorrect ways. Mm. The grace of God's power, God's freely given, totally gratuitous um, self enters into Therese when she's a bit overwhelmed thinking I can't measure up to the standard of some of these great ones about whom I've read or heard. Mm. And, and the breakthrough becomes, well, you're not made to be these great uh, redwoods, right? right. <laughs> right? Yep. But to be the little f- part of the ground uh, cover, the little flower on the, on the ground of the, of the forest and, mm-hmm. and how liberating that was for her to realize and you talked about this in a previous episode as well, the particularity that is beholden to each and to every one of us. Rick, I'm not made to be you. Mm. I don't know how you do it as a dad. I really don't with your, with your um, responsibilities with marriage and with, with family life. I really don't. I, I, might, I might be really busy in a different way. But I just marvel at men like you and women like you who are women who are married as well, who are wholeheartedly uh, immersed in their in their Christian vocation. Where on my worst day, I don't have a concern about my own biological child. Mm. 
who's in the throes of great distress, whether it be physical, emotional, or spiritual. Right. And that, you know, that never goes away. I have different distress that I, <laughs> that I navigate. Sure. And no less of a crucible for holiness to be, um, to be grown in your uh, vocation as it is in mine. Uh, well, I mean, thank you. Um, I wish I could take all the credit. <laughs> well, you know who to give the credit that, that's to. That's right. I have, I have a gorgeous wife who, uh, who is my rock on those days. But even, even make sure she listens to this. I know. Episode. Uh, I'll make sure she turns in episode five. Turns in episode five, or is it six? Which one are we on? <laughs> right. Uh, but even even prior to that is is grace. Of course, know? it's um, of course humans have to cooperate with it. Yeah. But um, as we just got done detailing. Um, you know, this, this life that I'm living right now, uh, looked at from a different light mm-hmm. would, and, and I've been told this sadly, mm. it, it would be, it would be lamentable. It would be, um, mm. you know, people perhaps would pity me in some ways, sadly. Mm. I mean, that's, mm. that's, that's a, that's, that's a great tragedy to my mind, but, mm. um, you know, looked at through the lens of grace, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a beautiful means of sanctification. Yeah. Beautiful means of, of growth and holiness. Yeah. Amen to of, that. Um, you know, clearing away and, you know, please don't misunderstand me. I'm a long way from getting there, but clearing away the, um, you know, the, the hubris and the, the, um, the vanity and all those other things that, are, as I said, are antithetical to the love of God. Yeah. And the fullness of life for which we've been made. Yeah. And if we've been made for that, God will see to it that we receive the provisions for that to happen so long as we cooperate with that. Absolutely. Yeah. So that breakthrough for Therese again, little things with great love. So for Therese, the great breakthrough wasn't having to write the theological tome that would take the world to its knees, to have an experience of public martyrdom that would um, um, seize the imagination of the galaxy Little things with great love. So yeah. every interaction throughout every single day is supercharged with possibility for love to be displayed and love to be received. Yep. That is a whole different way of looking at daily living. Mm-hmm. And that's a holiness that personally I find really attractive. I want to be a part of that kind of holiness. It's really inspiring to hear because I, I something just, to, you, you said, you know, Therese wasn't the one writing the theological tomes. I mean, that's, that's what my training's in, you know? That's what my, yeah. my great passion is intellectually, where my interests are. If I, in another life, I would be, you know, at Notre Dame or Oxford or in Rome studying it and teaching it. And some days, I, you know, I, I, I do wonder if I'd taken that path, what, what, what would it be like? Would it be better? Would it be worse? It's, it's pointless wondering about that. Mm-hmm. But it's a discipline. It's a training. You know, it's... it's, it's, it's um, trying to temper my own needs, my own egoism, um, and remembering that, that that's not where I am. I'm, I'm here. Right here before me is what, I, is what God's given me, yeah. and I need to tend to that. Well, don't you think that's exactly the source of the temptation, the spiritual battle, mm-hmm. where the opponent is, let's go back to holiness, right, in terms of being set apart. He, the opponent doesn't want us to be set apart mm from that which is ungodly. So let me draw you back yeah. into that. Yeah. And he'll do it's, that with temptation similar yeah. to me. And it's a perfectly good thing. Like studying <laughs> theology and teaching theology is a very noble sure. profession. Sure. It's a good thing. But because the circumstances are wrong, 
it, it, um, the devil disguised, yeah. right, as an angel, right, or as a as a theological collection, that's right, <laughs> as a as an endowed chair, right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> or for me, maybe through family life or a biological right. family life, right, or wondering if other ways had I had I not gone to seminary yes. and been ordained a priest, what, yes. What if, what if, what if I'd what if I'd married and had children? Yes, which was a dream of mine growing sure. up. I I didn't dream about serving uh, Christ as his one of his priests. Right. So, but what to is, recognize that as temptation, mm. right? To recognize that I like what you said. It's just it's absurd, and it's absurd because it's it's ungodly to go down that avenue, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I need. We'll go back to some earlier episodes here. I need friends, trustworthy, rock-solid friends who are so um, passionately committed to me that you're willing to speak truthfully and Mm. charitably, sometimes gently with me, (laughs) (laughs) to help me just keep perspective when when my way isn't as clear. Right. You know, we were texting... You know, earlier, and I, I sort of jokingly mentioned this, but I, and I, I think you probably hoped I was joking about it. I was not. I, I was, <laughs> I was, I was watching the Man in the Arena. Um, oh a yeah, few nights ago, the, the, the Tom Brady yeah, uh, right. documentary on ESPN. Right. right. Um, and in one of the early episodes, <laughs> he was talking about the Patriot Way, which I know will, will elicit all kinds of jokes about cheating and and, and so on and so <laughs> I forth. I think that was my response. Yeah, right, that's right. <laughs> And not, no, not, not a, that's not an, an, an unreasonable reaction, but um, uh, he and some of his, his uh, former teammates were talking about uh, you know, taking it one play at a time, one mm. game at a time, one mm. day at a time, one practice at a time. Mm. It's a very common kind of mantra in all sports. But uh, you know, Brady and his, his teammates explained actually their rationale behind focusing on this. Because that's all you're guaranteed at this particular moment is what's in front of you right now. Yeah. What's in the past is in the past. What's in the future might not come from, from our human perspective. All, 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 the only thing that's real right now is what's before us. Yeah. And with God, it's a little different because he's not constrained by time in the same way that we are. But for us, the only thing that's real is, is right here and right now. And so you pour all that you have into it because you're not guaranteed anything beyond it. And I thought, wow, that, that, that is a lot like the Catholic spiritual wow. principle of acceptance. Wow. You know, acceptance of our own creatureliness, our own limitations. So don't don't go down the path of wondering about what ifs and hypotheticals and things from the past and things that perhaps might lie in the future, but we don't know for sure because the future is a very contingent thing. Focus on today. Focus on right now and those thousands thousands of little acts of love that you know Therese devoted herself to. Beautiful. I mean, that's exactly it. Friends, he's Rick. I'm Father Dave, and a father and a priest. And we're just trying to do that. We're just trying to help one another and to help all of you to stay rooted in the only moment that we have and the only moment that matters, which is the present. And for God to work through us in ways that God so deeply desires to make happen. Casting the net. Friends, he's Rick, and I'm Father Dave, a dad and a priest, together trying to become better fathers by catching Christian faith. Thanks for joining us for our conversation, and we hope that you'll connect with us next week for Casting the Net.